You are listening to South Florida Sunday, and we'd like to welcome back to the program David Perez. David is the Assistant Director of Development for the United Community Options of South Florida, which is affiliated with United Cerebral Palsy. David, welcome to South Florida Sunday again. Thank you. It's uh, definitely an honor to be back. Well, it's good to have you with us, and I want to get all caught up on uh, what's going on with United Community Options. For folks who may have missed our interview in the past, uh, tell us what exactly is United Community Options, and, uh, and tell us some more about your affiliation with the United Cerebral Palsy. Definitely. So we've been around since the early 50s. Uh, we've been around for a while. Um, we're known as United Cerebral Palsy of South Florida, uh, but you know we do business as United Community Options of South Florida. So we still are technically, our legal name is still United Cerebral Palsy of South Florida. We serve over um, 1,800 uh, children and adults with developmental disabilities uh, throughout South Florida. Uh, we have facilities in Miami-Dade, Broward County, and uh, Palm Beach County. Now, folks, I know everyone's heard of cerebral palsy. Um, exactly what does that mean? So cerebral palsy, it, it's um, you know developmental disability, which is within the brain. Uh, cerebral, obviously, being your brain. Palsy. Um, it's you know a lot of uh, folks are born with it. Uh, you know, there's times that you know a couple clients you could get it later in life. Um, you know uh, if you have a freak accident, but um, primarily you are born with these uh, conditions. And you know we just don't serve um, cerebral palsy. You know, and that that was one of the reasons why we changed the name. Even though we're still our legal name is still United Cerebral Palsy, um, we also serve uh, clients with. Uh, you know, autistic, which we have most of our clients are actually autistic. It's a high rating. Uh, we have probably about 4% that we serve um, with cerebral palsy, and we have spina bifida, uh, behavioral issues, um, you know, uh, that we also serve as well, but primarily autistic. And when you say you serve these, uh, these folks, uh, what does that mean? How, how exactly do you serve them? What do you offer? Sure. So we have um, several programs, um, you know, Tri-County. One of them is being Respite. Um, awesome program. I really like this program. It's a program um, that, you know, if parents want to take a break, if parents want to go have a uh, dinner or go food shopping, we, we, we come in and we help you out. You know, we give you uh, that time um, and, you know, we help you out and take care of your child. Um, we also have shelter workshops um, throughout, throughout the day. Obviously, due to the pandemic, uh, we're not doing that. You know, we have our clients um, at their group homes, you know, keeping them safe as possible. Uh, but during the day, if it wasn't um, due to this pandemic, they would be in our shelter workshop, um, you know, doing arts and crafts um, and different activities that we do, uh, supporting employment. We also have several schools, preschools um, that we have uh, that some of our children come. Um, we have transportation that they're bused in and several uh, folks uh, bring them to the school as well. Uh, and then we have different speech therapies, music therapies. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on. There's just so much that we do uh, to serve this community. Well, you mentioned your school. What, where is the location uh, of the school? So we have um, one um, in Broward County, Fort Lauderdale, um, off of 95 and uh, Davie Boulevard, mm -hmm. not too far from St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, we also have one downtown Miami, uh, close uh, behind uh, University of Miami Hospital Jackson um, on 14th Ave out there as well. And, um, you know, you talked about families. You talked about giving families a break sometimes. And uh, a family with uh, a family member 
uh, with special needs. Sometimes uh, the family seems to get uh, lost in in the the, uh, the attention. Do you find that the case? It's definitely hard. You know, I give it a lot to these parents, and you know, we're a resource. We're here to help. Um, you know, because there's there's a lot of families that we've served that we've gotten that you know they're like they don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know where to go for information and. And we're happy to help out, you know, in any way we can. You know, um, you know, sometimes we we could help with bills if they're backed up a little bit. Wow. But we know we understand how that works. Uh, medications, um, you know, scholarships for some of these schools that they have. You know, if they're low income families. So you know, we're here to help in any way we can. Having a, a family member with special needs is a full time job, isn't it? it? It definitely is. You know, and I, you know, praise Lord to them. You know, and. I'm glad, you know, uh, very passionate about what I do. Um, and, you know, this is a great organization. It's not that I'm biased just because I work with them, but, you know, we just do a lot, you know, to help those families with um, someone that, you know, is mentally disabled, physically and mentally. And with the, uh, the current pandemic, how has that affected uh, the programs that you do? It's definitely affected us big time. You know, uh, funding the Medicare waiver has been slashed. Um, so, you know, we've been uh, working with Tallahassee trying to get some of these bills passed. Um, you know, it's a lot of back and forth politics. And, you know, from my standpoint, what I do, um, a lot of our special events have been postponed. And not just us, but every charity throughout South Florida, uh, you know, throughout the United States due to this pandemic. So, you know, we've reported a lot of loss. You know, it's not just us, but every charity. It's not just charities. It's also, you know, corporate companies, restaurants. You know, I, I feel for all of them. Um, and, you know, how do we have to make up? You know, we uh, were thinking about doing a virtual event, being that, you know, we can't do a lot of these events face-to-face. So, you know, we're, we're, we have to put on our thinking caps uh, at the end of the day. Um, we can't do it through events. You know, you have grants that we have to do. So, you know, we got to make it up one way or another. So that's why a lot of charities, including us, we're looking to do um, events virtually now, so you know that that's something that you know we're in the process of discussing and hopefully getting someone uh, to help us out at the end of the year to get this event in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the the quarantine and the pandemic has really uh, put a dent in your fundraising activities. Uh, have you been able to embrace uh, the virtual world with the programs that you offer? It, we have to some extent, you know, like a lot of our uh, ADT, our, which is our sheltered workshop throughout the day, a lot of the clients, you know, being due to the pandemic, we're not having them in our facilities. So, you know, they're staying in their respective group homes or with their legal guardians. So we've done a um, social platform, um, which, you know, someone in our department as well has helped out and our director of ADT. Um, so, you know, it's almost like an online platform for them, for our adults, and then also for our school, um, our kids, our young ones. You know, we've uh, done online schooling as well. Um, we do follow uh, Broward and Miami-Dade public school system. So, um, you know, if they're going to start the program online this year, I know they've been going a lot of back and forth. You know, we most likely will be doing the same thing um, online until, you know, we get the green light um, to get back to the classroom. Now, if someone listening to us that uh, is enjoying our conversation and thinks they'd like to uh, make a donation to uh, your great cause or uh, maybe donate their time, uh, talents and treasures in other ways, or if they're in need of some of the programs that you're offering, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Definitely. I'll I'll give you our website. Our website's www.unitedcommunityoptionssfl.org. 
Um, you'll see a lot of different tabs with a lot of valuable information on what we offer, what we do. Um, you could also donate through our website. You'll see a donate button on our homepage on the right-hand side. Um, and worst case, you know, you could call uh, 954-218-6748, and, you know, we will gladly help you in any way we can. I'm glad we had you on a South Florida Sunday with us today to get us up to date on all the great work that you're doing to uh, help folks in need here in the South Florida area. Um, and I feel like we covered a lot of ground, but we didn't cover all the great work that you're doing. Is there anything in particular you'd like to share with our audience that we didn't touch on? So, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we are going back and forth about possibly doing a virtual event. Um, you know, we've um, done numerous events throughout South Florida, but, you know, uh, due to the pandemic, it's really hit us hard and other nonprofits. So um, we're looking to possibly do a virtual food and wine event, possibly September 12th. You know, so I'll definitely uh, have some details, you know, and um, if that goes through, you know, we'll obviously have it on, uh, share it on the radio and possibly do another interview prior to the event to promote the event. And it'd also be a good idea for folks to check back on your website from time to time to see if there's any updates on that. Exactly, and uh, visit our social media as well. Um, Facebook's Nandy Community Options of South Florida, and then Twitter and Instagram at UCO of South Florida. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for all the great work that you're doing, and thank you for being with us once again here on South Florida Sunday. It's good to talk to you again. Likewise. Thank you for having me.